0: know that the Northern Territory has a new chief psychiatrist whose key focus will be on mental health of Territorians and the appointment of Dr David Mitchell will bring the Northern Territory in line with other states and territories which have had someone in this role for quite some time Dr Mitchell joins me on the show right now good morning to you
1: Good morning. Pleasure to be here.
0: Thank you. And I apologise that we are running so late. Um, Doctor, what exactly does the role of chief psychiatrist involve?
1: It's a good question. I think you've summarised it really well in your introduction. Every state and territory has a chief psychiatrist. And having a chief psychiatrist gives us that strategic leadership in that space. And it gives us a position at the table. So the chief psychiatrist oversees... Uh, reform within the Northern Territory, uh, within the development and enhancement of services, the better quality and governance overseeing the delivery of mental health. Um, and to put it in a sort of a physical perspective, the chief psychiatrists meet regularly um, at a round table and discuss you know, what's happening around the country and how we can deliver mental health better. So I'm really excited to be able to be at the table and to represent the Northern Territory and to look after the health of all Northern Territory.
0: And, Dr Mitchell, it's it sort of, um, you know, it almost sounds like, or I'm thinking of, of that role, your role, in the same context almost as the Chief Health Officer. Um, you know, what, what sort of qualifications or what what background do you need to be able to, to take on such, um, such a role, such a big role, by the sounds of it?
1: Look, I mean, I think that it's very analogous to the Chief Health Officer. Probably more similar to the Chief Medical Officer, which yeah. is a, another position within the department. But, you know, that, that that's very true. And they may have got a little bit of um, a head start because my wife was the Deputy Chief Health Officer for some time yeah. in the Northern Territory during the COVID pandemic. Yeah. Um, so the Chief Officer, to clarify, is normally a public health physician and they overlook the statutory authority of, you know, public health laws within the territory. Mm-hmm. The Chief Health Officer will be a little bit like that because we're, we're gonna move some of the statutory authority over to the Chief Psychiatrist, so it will have certain, certain powers that now sit with the Chief Health Officer will sit with the Chief Psychiatrist. Right. But you're right, I think that's a really good way of thinking about it. it it's kind of like a Chief Health Officer that looks after the mental health needs. So it's very, very public health focus, just like the Chief Health Officer. So in terms of my qualifications, obviously I'm a psychiatrist, yep. I'm a fellow of the Royal Australian New Zealand College of Psychiatrists. I'm also trained as a GP. I trained in Darwin 20 years ago. Yeah, right. I'm a fellow of the Australian College of Medical Administrators. I've got a military background, which helps me make chaos or order out of chaos, which I think is the military specialty. Yep. Um, so I've got a few qualifications, but I think the primary qualification for a chief psychiatrist is you have to be a psychiatrist, mm. and you probably have to be passionate and want to take on that responsibility. Everything else is probably an accoutrement.
0: And how... I I think that the fact that you've been part of the military as well is actually a really interesting aspect of that um, and really interesting thing for us here in the Northern Territory, um, given your role now that you've taken on, but also given the fact that we are a real military town.
1: I think it is. I mean, you know, there are GPs in Darwin, like... Like Dr. Bernie Wesley that I trained with and was a medical officer with up in Darwin many years ago, and so I'm very interested in in the health of veterans, mm. serving members, and you know I think it's a really important space. We obviously have the um, the Royal Commission into Veteran and Members Suicide coming up. Yep. and obviously that's a very triggering time for a lot of veterans, but hopefully a lot of good work will come out of that commission, looking after the needs of of veterans. So it's certainly something I'm interested yeah it's, um now, i would i would say it's a, a local a specific passion
0: yeah yeah now obviously or i'm assuming you'll be quite heavily involved in the establishment of the new mental health facilities that we are expecting in darwin as well
1: yes and i have been i mean probably part of my i guess prerequisites for the role is that i've done that sort of work so when i was in melbourne Working at the Austin, I set up their emergency services and their short-stay psychiatry service. So I've been very excited to work with Ashford Architects up here, looking at the the new six-bed SARA, which is the short-stay psychiatry unit that will be built adjacent to the emergency department, and there will also be an 18-bed new inpatient unit. So the physical structure gets built, but you've got to get the governance and the policies right and the, the mix of staff, right? And you've got to have that clinical leadership that really sets the vision of how they're going to run and yeah. what the model of CARES are. So, yes, very much involved.
0: And what are some of the key challenges, do you think, here in the Northern Territory when it comes to delivering good mental health outcomes?
1: Well, there's lots, of, there's lots of challenges. If you look at the statistics, and we talk about them all the time, we have the highest rate of death by suicide in the country. We have the highest rate of morbidity. I think they say about... 14% of our total disease morbidities mental health as opposed to 7% everywhere else in Australia. Yep. We've got the tyranny of distance. Um, we've got a lot of very sparsely populated areas of the country, you know, a lot of lot of remoteness. So I think I think the challenges in meeting, you know, some of those really difficult statistics and those difficulties of resource allocation and difficulties of of remoteness. Now we have to look you know, at what workforce we have, how we can better recruit, how we can better retain staff, how we can lean into other technologies like telepsychiatry to do um, some of the roles where we can't just easily get to a person that needs needs our help. So I think there's a lot of a lot of challenges, but I think there's a lot of hope and a lot of innovation, a lot of things that we can do differently and smarter. Yeah. And you know, I, I really really, am optimistic about about the next two years.
0: And so from your perspective, you know, what are going to be those key priorities for you over over those next couple of years?
1: Well, I, there's a few kind of immediate priorities. So we've been looking at a new Mental Health Act. A lot of people would be aware that, um, you know, if someone's acutely, acutely unwell and at risk of themselves or others, then the mental health service is different to other areas of medicine that people can be treated involuntarily. Yeah. Sometimes that's an ugly necessity, but um, we want it to be done in the safest and most dignified way where we respect people's rights, um, we respect their dignity and, you know, there's that balance of risk. And I think we need to bring our Mental Health Act in line with all the other states and territories. Um, So that will be a key piece of work that we'll be doing in bringing in a new Mental Health Act. Obviously, uh, some of the new services that we're developing, um, we'll have to look at quite a lot of the, the governance systems that, that either aren't in place or we'd like to, to optimise. Yeah. So there's certainly certainly a lot of things. I mean, and one of the really key things I'd also mention is, is just bringing the care and consumer into the conversation. I think it's really important people with lived experience of mental health are brought more into the centre of these discussions. Um, Probably everybody you know either has had a mental health issue or has a loved one with a mental health issue yeah I think it's really important just having these conversations about destigmatizing mental health um, making people feel they can easily access services and they don't feel embarrassed to do so and that and that you know that everybody's involved like I think the thing about a chief psychiatrist is you, you don't want to be paternalistic and think everything's about the doctor it's not it's about the whole system and the community and how we all work together for better mental health
0: well dr david mitchell the new chief psychiatrist here in the northern territory i really appreciate you taking the time to have a chat with us this morning and uh, you know explaining the position a little bit more for us uh, because it does indeed bring us in line with other states and territories so um appreciate your time this morning
1: i really appreciate the time to talk with you have a great day <laughs>
0: thank you you too